you have now entered the space of the most entertaining, most hilarious podcast on Friday nights. You got AP, Pac G, and GMS, 3G's family, lock in, let's go! shit they've been asking for three g's you have to know pour up a drink and pass the drove friday night's a classic show once a week we at your dough guaranteed last for show if you hating just watch the glow pay attention and watch the flow ap the captain he's steering the ship a book in his hand a gun on his hip packy say solid titanium bricks vibranium shit no phasing the kid gms on pointy ain't about to miss smoking the air with knowledge and sense triple g's where we at in this bitch triple g's yeah we at it again apologize to the people about last week man i was having some technical difficulties over here almost thought i was gonna have them tonight but for whatever reason it's it's on the cracking man we're gonna do what we do man i apologize had to had uh, to get through the had to get through the kerfuffles man dumb shit too dog nigga i well i came home uh i had picked up my stepson from school i pulled up to the house nigga it was like a a hundred thousand black crows just flying around <laughs> everywhere, nigga. I was like, said, what, what is about to happen to me? <laughs> what do you want from me? He said, do it, motherfucker, do it. <laughs> I ain't scared of you, bitches. I, was, I thought Jeepers Creepers was going to pull up on my food line, though. I was like, no, that shit was some paranoid ass shit. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I took a little Hell quick yeah. little video of that shit because it was, no, they were every fucking weird, dog. That's nah, creepy. Well, I, don't I would have I I felt weird as hell. Nigga, it was... Dog, when I say everywhere, I'm talking about everywhere, nigga. And, and I just left the crib about 10 minutes before that to go get dog. Came back, pulled up. I'm looking around. They everywhere, nigga. Telephone poles, trees, on the ground, just every fucking <laughs> where. I'm like... <laughs> He said, what's gonna happen to me? It was terrified. Like a motherfucker. I was trying not to look. I thought it was like that, that movie on Netflix. To, and shit. You, Close your eyes. You Don't look to, at it. You try to ignore destiny. I, I had reverted to all my movies, nigga. Every movie I saw, nigga, I started thinking about what not to do and shit. Hell no. Like grab the cross and some 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 <laughs> silver. 
This nigga got back home, start burning sage and shit. He's nigga, all that. Though. I was spooked, nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, it, nigga, could have been a gang of niggas outside my house with choppers. I've been less scared of that shit. <laughs> At least I know what I'm dealing with. You know, <laughs> right? At least you know what you get yourself into. Not this. Nigga, that that unknown beef is something different. It's higgery triggery shit. Uh, man, shout out to the homie Pack G, man. Y'all, as y'all see, he ain't been shout able to Pac be G. here in a couple weeks because. You know, he in the situation, so hopefully he can get back to being able to be, you know, home to do the shows. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, or just all the way free where he can do what he got to do, you know, to take care of business. So, shout out to everybody in the chat. Butterfly Garden. Good to see you back. Will Stumbling, Cynthia, Bianca. Uh, what up, what up, what up? Basketball Channel with Zen Master. What up, Zen? Um, you know, just bear with us, man. We, you know, we, we, we laxed here. We ain't trying to be like hella professional, but we ain't trying to leave y'all hanging either. We enjoy doing this shit and we don't try to, you know, fake y'all out, you know, especially yeah. those that be looking out and supporting and sharing and all that. Matter of fact, shout out to LR Realist. Uh, I noticed he's been binge watching the shows and it seemed like he's been, um, making comments in all of the videos. So I encourage oh, yeah. all of y'all to do that, man. Shout out to LA Realist. That's the for guy. doing that and um you know showing showing love in the comments we appreciate that happy new year y'all happy uh holidays to everybody uh we're gonna have a good show though um oh yeah this is the, the first show of the new year ain't it, it damn it wow really is. good wow one. damn okay all right well we're gonna make this a special one then shit uh, let's start off talking about Avatar. How much better that shit was than goddamn Black. Don't Catholic. you say it. Don't you can say start saying. <laughs> Don't you dare bring can, that up. Can we please start? Shout out to L.A. Realist, man. Hey, can we please uh, L.R. Realist? Excuse me. Um, can we please shout uh, out the makers and writers and and producers of Avatar, man? I don't know if y'all saw it or not. That movie I haven't seen was it yet. Incredible, nigga. I have not seen it yet. I, I've, I've, that, that's the see now. <laughs> see, this is the fucked up shit, bro. You talk about how incredible that movie is, while I have only been hearing negative shit about it, bro. That's wild. That's yes, wild. Avatar is so dope. Okay, look, hold on. Let me hear the negativity you've been hearing. Okay, first of all, we had the typical fucking fake outrage bullshit talking about. They got dreads. They get their avatars from a different fucking planet, a made up place at that. Why the <laughs> y'all? They're fucking blue. What the fuck? <laughs> Talking about cultural it, appropriation. It, it's deeper than that. But keep going. What else? Bro, what else you heard? I, I I heard about how they wasted money on too much uh, CGI. Uh, fucking um, like the the extra shit, which. Honestly, I think that was like the best part, like one of the best things about the fucking film is how visually pleasing it is. Like the first one, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what people would. I I thought that's what people wanted to see in that movie was all the visual effects and the fucking that shit. Correct me if I'm wrong, but certain things about because I haven't seen the second one, but first, certain things about the first one kind of make you feel calm about certain scenes like it's like a, a calmness that comes over you, whether you see like the water, or like the different colors and like going through the, you know what I'm saying? Like what you, what you describing is the, them showing us the world that they created. Exactly. 
and how uh, amazing and beautiful it was because uh, this world is supposed to represent a world that's untouched by man or untouched by the white yeah. man. Yeah. So before it's been corrupted, it's just this beautiful place. And they really stress how it look. The same way that underwater world in the Black Panther <coughs> should have been represented <coughs> is how this world was represented. You feel me? Uh, uh, shout out to CC Moon. No spells on on you know Friday the Thirteenth. We know you Latinas like to cut chicken heads <laughs> off and make soup and shit. I didn't no realize chicken it was head Friday soup tonight. Goddamn it! Wow. Yeah, okay, thing now I look, didn't realize. <laughs> now, now look. Let me also say this: the cultural appropriation shit is fucking ignorant. For anybody to be upset about the cultural appropriation of this movie is just simply ignorant. Not yeah. that you stupid. You just don't know better. And let me tell you why. The fucking purpose of this movie is to show colonization. To show how indigenous tribes of the world were murdered, killed, exploited, and their beautiful worlds and lands and, and traditions were taken over by the white man. Now, so correct me, they don't correct. represent one tribe either. They represent a lot of different tribes in this new one. See, now you, you get now, to meet like different said, types of avatars. You get to meet different types of tribes and customs. And then it shows you how all of these and not just the avatars, but the wildlife is in danger. This shit good as a bitch. And if you know history, you're not going to look at it as corporal, uh, you know, uh, cultural appropriation. You're going to look at it like here is the fucking story of how we went from greatness to where the fuck we are now. That That yeah. is a perfect story told that if you just take your goofy ass out of the black and whiteness of it and just understand what you're dealing with you'll be all right that movie's amazing well much better than that black panther it, it feels like <laughs> it feels like the movie like what they do as far even with the with the color blue that they choose like blue can be symbolic for whatever but understanding taking certain aspects of different cultures and different tribes like people talking about the dreads that they have, that could be that aspect of a certain culture that they put on that character to symbolize that part of that culture. There could be other things like how the pattern of certain, the you know, the, how they have certain shit or different things that they wear could be another aspect of another culture, like br br uh, bringing it all together to show that it's a lot, of, a lot in common when it comes to gentrification or when it comes to, taken over or whatever I, I forgot the the word for it but you know what i'm Bro, saying this shit goes so deep and and again i don't want to sound like a nerd tonight but i could break that movie down in a lot of ways uh half breed uh oh ten said uh i ain't heard nothing about the movie must not be hitting like the first one i plan on watching for myself though that's what happened to me i almost didn't go see it i had people convincing me to go see it mm -hmm. so then i finally went because i'm like why ain't nobody talking about the shit I promise you that movie is cold. And I actually think it's better than the, uh, the first one. I see uh, Colin said he liked the first one better. I don't know. I think the second one was better. But again, I was seeing, I was seeing, I was seeing what was going on simply because, again, my interest is history. So I'm seeing what's going on. They had half breeds in this movie. The significance mm -hmm. of half breeds in these type of events is when you need to take over a fucking culture. You have kids with the fucking culture so the culture can speak both languages and so you can get people and young people that you can raise up where the tribe trust because they're half-blooded 
And then they use these people to learn a language and to trick. Yeah. <laughs> and to, you know what I'm saying? To to set play, you know, if you got a white father and an African mother, let's just say, and uh, this white man learns the language, but yet raising this mixed breed up into thinking and feeling like he do, that mm -hmm. this place needs to be civilized. You have a whole lot of shit there. You know, that's what the Portuguese did. So if you know history and you can lay it on top of movies like this, you can appreciate the movie more. But let's just take all that nerd shit off the table. The shit is action packed with real weapons. Really? And real, <laughs> real battles and fights. There were no water bombs. So <laughs> there were I'm there just, were no there were no water bombs. In there time. was no vicious water bombs in this movie. It was spears and fucking machine guns. It was helicopters. It was dragons flying and spears getting thrown through motherfucking glass windshields. Like it was oh, that shit was cracking, nigga. Cracking. Uh -huh. I'm telling. I'm listen. I'm I'm listen. I'm very critical of everything. Yes. And I ain't see no real issues with this movie. And I cried. Did you? Man, I had a moment, man. Look, let me tell you. I like a movie that is violent, action-packed, good storyline, and fuck with my emotions a little bit. If you do all of that, good-ass movie. That set it off to me. This is the set it off of Avatars. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. This so, is the set it off of Avatars. I'm not, not going to ask you which part, but what, what was it that like made you feel a certain type of way about this I'm, I'm going to tell you without telling you. That way I don't spoil the movie. Shout out to uh, Ronald Harris for the $20, man. We appreciate you. Thank you. He said, facts, AP. He must enjoy the movies, movie as well. Yeah, I'm having to see Now, this dig soon. this, right? This is what this is what got me in this movie. The the main character is, as y'all remember from the first one, is a white soldier who became an avatar. Whose legs was fucked up, right? Correct. But now he married a real avatar. Okay. So that means this is an interracial couple. And then they have children that are mixed breed. Okay. Let's understand that part. Yeah. Now, what I noticed in this movie, and y'all going to see what I mean, even though he is now an avatar, because he was his his real spirit and soul is of this white soldier, mm -hmm. he couldn't identify the needs of that tribe because he wasn't truly connected to that tribe. He was only connected to that black woman or avatar woman or Indian woman or whatever type of woman you want to call it. He was only he only wanted her and his kids. He wasn't as t attached to that tribe that he so-called assimilated in as he should have been. And just because of that, it, it, it you're going to see a lot of shit unfold. And then the shit that got my emotions in it, I seen a real live event that re it reminded me of a real live event in my life. Mm -hmm. And I seen how how hurt the person was behind it. And I was like, fuck. And it got me, though. I was like, hit <laughs> the sniffles, <laughs> nigga. I blew my nose, <laughs> blew my nose and low key, <laughs> and just low key wiped that tear off, nigga. I was like, God damn. You Shit, feel me? I mean, yeah, I might have to go peep it, man. I haven't seen it yet. I, I, was, I was excited for it. And then, you know, the way that people just talk down on it, that's when I, you know, give it time so that I won't have nothing influence me before I see it. Hilarious. I heard it, you, man. It's my fault. <laughs> 
<laughs> if John B became a crip instead of an R&B singer looking ass dog, fucking hilarious. <laughs> John B. Nigga, listen, when I put this sweater on, I was like, they coming for me tonight. <laughs> Be ready, nigga. They coming. <laughs> they got an OG, uh, uh, OG uh, 60s <laughs> roller grip sweater. Duh, I already knew it, dog. I, you the roller. Knew I knew what I was getting myself into. God damn it! See this is see this is why I be annoyed, dog. Like not not you, uh, Fooster, uh, Files. He said Avatar. White people with dreads. I heard. Yeah, that's what they've been saying. Who white? Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all gotta realize <laughs> the Avatar people. The whole idea of the Avatars. It's all of your indigenous tribes of the world. Whether it's Papua New Guinea, whether it's fucking, uh, you know, the Himalayas, nigga, the fucking uh, uh, Native Americans yeah. or indigenous people, whatever you want to call them, the fucking uh, any tribe of Africa, goddammit. That is who they're representing. Now, what I did say is because of their technology, they was able to make a few white people avatars. So we talking five motherfucking white people. You said tall Smurfs, <laughs> you know, but I'm telling y'all, man, y'all, but again, it, it, I don't want to act like y'all can't catch this, but I'm trying to help y'all appreciate it better by understanding what this is, what you really watching. This is not yeah. a cartoon. This is your fucking story, nigga. This is your <laughs> fucking story. Uh, essay. This show fucking story. Uh, uh, homes, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. If you are a person of color, this is your fucking story. Hmm. Now, if you understand that, maybe you can appreciate it a little bit or not. But either way it go, if you just fuck with action and you like how shit look, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go see that soon, man. I, I've i been kind of staying away from it, but I, I think I'm going to go take the young and go see that shit. Listen, man, I wasn't wrong about Black Panther, too. And I'm not wrong about Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we beg to differ, OK? <clears throat> You bagging by yourself, nigga. Uh, <laughs> also, before we get into the show, I want to tell y'all something else that I realized, man. That's why I can wear blue shirts like this. It don't even fucking matter at this point. If you over 35, my nigga, you are washed. Damn. You are fucking washed out here. Washed and let up. me tell you, dog, you washed. Pick your coolest motherfucking 40-year-old, your coolest 35-year-old. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, he washed. Man. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't know who to pick. They washed. It wouldn't matter. Let me tell, let me tell you why I realized this shit, dog. I've been going to my son's high school games. These high school kids, these young adults, these 19, 20-year-olds, they looking at anybody over 30. Like you in the way, like you a dinosaur, like even even when you cool enough to know what they talking about, even when you cool enough to know how they live, you still ain't respected. Even when they call you OG, even when they call you uh, old school or school, you washed, nigga. You in the way. I'm telling you, dog. They don't got what no happened, AP. What happened? What, what what did these young Bro, niggas say to your ass while you was out? Again? It, it, dog, it ain't even me. I see. I'm an observer. 
a lot of niggas is really playing they self. They really think because they fuck young bitches that they, that they, nigga, I'm in tune, nigga. No, you not. Them hoes is running circles around your big goofy ass. <laughs> and them young niggas running circles around you. The, 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 the little bitch you fucking and, and giving little snack money and nail money, she buying that nigga shoes and clothes, that little bum ass 19 year old. <laughs> nigga, you is not that nigga. I'm telling you. Uh, same thing if you look at rap, for example, right? If you 40 years old and you want to get your rap career started, mm -hmm. first of all, you need your ass kicked. Say <laughs> that right there. 40 year old is a time to start thinking about retirement, nigga, not starting a rap career. You understand? Now, can people 40 rap? Yes, nigga. If you've been rapping since you was 17, you know what I'm saying? Since you was rapping since you was 16. But mm -hmm. I'm telling you, dog, even the fucking marketing of things. They only care about young people young gravitating niggas, toward it. Yeah. They only care about, dude, the, the, who you marketing to is supposed to be between 14 and fucking 25. <laughs> How the fuck do you think your slang words is fitting they goddamn slang words? And then when you use them, they is actually looking at you like, dude, Goofy, ass supposed to be a principal somewhere, not no motherfucking thug, nigga. <laughs> not the you principal. Know? Not <laughs> the youth nigga, leader. You trying to be cool when you buy your weed from these little niggas and shit. <laughs> like, not the substitute so teacher, nigga. You was a substitute trying to use shit like lit. <laughs> duh, I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to tell you. These kids don't, duh, you is an old ass nigga. Hey, I remember like, I was hey. at, what? That's how that's high key, like how Corey be saying, that's a cap, nigga. Stop saying that shit, bro. Bro. Your old ass should not be we, saying all, that stupid shit. We are guilty of it, dog. We are guilty of it. Cap. Because we talking to our peers too. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking how somebody my age, 40 years old, can relate to yeah. what I'm saying. Right. But if I start trying to talk to my 17-year-old, we it's some signals not. You know what I'm saying? It ain't compute. I'm still saying player. These niggas talking about pushing P. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it's just so many different, it's so many different nuances that expose you as an old lame nigga, dog. No matter how cool your ass is. Look at okay, let, here's a, here's some examples and then we can move on. Yo Gotti, I would expect yo Gotti to be respected by young people, people to, to look at him like a boss and all that. But they looking at yo Gotti like Unk, like OG, like my dad, like I didn't have a father. Can you please be yeah. my father and put me on, Unk? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> they not looking at yo Gotti like tell us what's cool, nigga. Tell us how to be lit, nigga. I, I shouldn't even say lit. <laughs> I'm just saying they not looking at your niggas to think the way y'all think, man. I'm telling y'all, dog. Find a group of young people, dog. Yeah. And just listen how they talk about your peers, nigga. <laughs> They talk guy. about Chris Brown like an old ass nigga. Like, man, I was listening to some old school earlier, dog. You heard of Chris Brown? I'm like, nigga, I'll beat your ass here. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Gotti can be no less than 48. That nigga got the face of a great uncle. Who? Yo, Gotti. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. Think about this, though. This is what I'm saying. This goes for all of them niggas. They is not looked at as they would look at the 19 year old that's popping in they in they circle. Yeah. Yeah. These these young people that's going to these concerts, they respect the money, of course. <laughs> they respect who who got the keys, who could put niggas on, of course. But they not looking at you to set the trends, nigga. They not looking at you to be, you know what I'm saying? You're not the right. one that can sell the sneaker. You're not the one that can sell the image. 
Facts. So I'm just, I'm just watching that how how they move at school. I be like, oh, I'm out of place like a motherfucker, boy. Now one of the little girls was like, "You legend, daddy, ain't you?" I'm like, "Bitch, how you know I don't go here? You know what I'm saying? Don't try to play me, bitch. I might be in high school." You it know? used to be, it used to be a rare thing for kids in like high school or somebody in school period to be like a famous kid, like somebody that went to school was famous or you know what I'm saying had whatever the fuck going on. Nowadays with the access to the internet and shit and social media, you got. 10, 11 TikTok stars in one school type shit. <laughs> niggas be niggas on that high horse. They especially at that age when you don't know no better. It's like, oh, I'm lit on the internet. Niggas know who I am. I'm is you always gonna stay up to up to par with whatever the fuck going on. This is a good ass point that uh Fooster making. He said, pay attention to all the music being sampled now. They sampling shit that we was yep. dancing at our fucking high school to. Mm-hmm. That's they old school, nigga. That's they Ron Isley, nigga. That's they motherfucking yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire, nigga. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> nigga, Lil Scrappy is like like them sampling Lil John or some shit. That's like sampling motherfucking uh, uh, Donny Hathaway, motherfucker. Well, because like in the 2000s, <laughs> the shit, shit that we was, we was sampling was the shit back in the 80s, which was like 20 years ago. Think about 20 years ago from, from today. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what music was hot in 2003 and shit? That was all like fabulous and all them niggas and shit. Like, they was they was they, they dog, was lit. You making you making a good ass point, dog. Yeah. 2003 just dawned on me that you 20. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you fucking it. 20, nigga. 20. You 20 fucking years 20 old. 20 of you born in 2003. Because I, was, I had to. I was. Hey, look, I was this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had to look at the the ID shit because like when you go to uh, the liquor store and they have the the date, you know the the, the latest date for eight, for you to be uh, twenty one or whatever, that motherfucker is in the two thousands now. So it's like <laughs> you got to think crazy. about it. That's so as soon as they see nineteen eighties anything on me, they're like, he good. Let this nigga go. Yeah. Matter of fact, to give him the discount. <laughs> if your shit say 19, your shit straight, bro. Yeah, they, the they gotta look at like this nigga else. was born in the 19s. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were born in the 1900s. <laughs> oh, no. no, we basically the niggas that was born in the 1800s to the to the to the 19 niggas. That's so crazy, bro. We the Frederick Douglasses of this shit, nigga. The 1900s, bro. That's fucking crazy. Nigga, we before 9-11, nigga. This shit is a this shit a problem. Wow. Man. Damn, that feels that that feels odd. I just want y'all to be humble out here, you old motherfuckers. Some of y'all are still trying to start y'all life. And y'all need to be trying to get your affairs in order, nigga. It's almost hard. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, do you got life insurance, motherfucker? Do you, <laughs> who getting a goddamn uh old Chrysler in the garage, nigga. <laughs> start figuring that shit out now, nigga, instead of trying to start your life, nigga. Let me let me say this too, dog. Uh, we're going to get in there later, dog, because uh, we're going we gonna to talk about life expectancy today, man. That's why it's yeah. kind of funny that I brought that up. I realized like, I'm, a, I'm grateful and thankful to be my age. Hope I get much older. Mm. and uh, But I got to realize like being cool like the motherfucking option or mission right now being being uh healthy being you know being comfortable in life enjoying some of this life before it's over that's the mission right now not trying to be cool my nigga yeah um let's get let's get the show cracking fuck it 
Oh man, I didn't even realize we ain't even get to no topic shit. That was that was. Nice. You know what's even sad? More sad. I'm talking shit at 40. We got some 60 year old goddamn uh, G's in the chat. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them though. They really look. Look at them over there looking at their sick ass husband or, or wife. Like, oh shit. <laughs> That motherfucker Damn, got COPD, got an oxygen tank and shit. Damn, I'm sorry, man. No just COPD. That shit, they over there coughing every two seconds. Yeah, them motherfuckers got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. got a, 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 a growth in their neck and shit. That's a, a B9 growth hanging off their fucking neck. <laughs> they mole finna drop off the side of their cheek and shit. Oh, nigga, I got some game for y'all with the moles. Apple uh -oh. cider vinegar, nigga. I swear to God, if you got like a skin tag or hanging off, yeah. I had one on under my eye. I put some apple cider vinegar on. You just soak that motherfucker like with a Q-tip or some shit. Dog, it will dry up and fall the fuck off and leave your skin like it was never there. On Hell everything. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nigga, I start drinking apple cider vinegar every motherfucking morning after that. I'm like, and it kill all the... Lord, if you just take the apple cider vinegar where it needs to go, Lord, and just kill any impurity <laughs> in my spirit, in my heart, Lord. Nigga, Hell I start yeah. dropping that shit. At least a uh, little spoonful of air morning and night. <clears throat> Hold on, y'all. I'm I'm trying to no, go for a baller. No, Ladonna's La not 58. She's 50. Great. You speak that. You speak that 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 positivity. Shout 50 out great. to Ladonna, man. Shout out to Ladonna for being 58 in here, looking young too in the Avatar in the Avatar world. And then, and then after that, on your birthday, you're gonna be 50. Fine. You got to be saying these words of of uh, encouragement. These words of uh, what do you say? Affirmation. Unless you got COPD, don't you say no shit like that. Then call for 30 Damn. minutes, goddamn, and pee Damn. on yourself. <laughs> don't you do that shit. <laughs> don't you pee when you cough. Talking about you, soup, uh, 50. Fine. <laughs> what? Don't you poop every time you sneeze, motherfucker. When you get to them 60s, it's a different story. You know, 60, 60 done, 60 through. Hold 60 the fuck P. up. All right, let's get into this I don't give a fuck, my nigga, because this is already crazy. I, I, You know, and when I don't give a fuck, we go to Baller Alert because they post a lot of random shit, and then we see if we care or not um, about it. Carpool lanes in Virginia expected to recognize a fetus as a passenger in the new bill pa uh, passes. A What? A car, in a carpool lane, if a they the it's it's supposedly able the carpool lane is supposedly able to recognize a fetus as a passenger. First of all, how the fuck can you tell if a bitch pregnant in a goddamn carpool lane? You know how many fat bitches finna utilize this shit? He said, "I'm in the carpool lane. Fuck it." They gonna be like, "This bitch is pregnant with motherfucking moon pies, motherfucking." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we found a bitch that they keep the Arby's open, y'all. <laughs> Not the Arby's. We found that bitch. Nah, man, I'm that's that's crazy. Cause now I gotta wonder: is there a technology available that can identify for a fucking baby is inside of a woman's stomach through a car driving past? Shit, they got some X-ray. Is they doing my fucking ultrasound scans on your ass while you driving past, nigga? X-ray infrared. That's all I can think about. All you little, uh, you know, wannabe guys, they gonna see your deal though. They gonna see that strap on. <laughs> that shit gonna. <laughs> all the pregnant studs gonna be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the pregnant studs with a strap on on. Like, bitch, how you got a dick and a baby in your thing? We gonna charge you double for this motherfucking <laughs> for this carpool. <laughs> you got us fucked up in this goddamn highway, bitch. Damn, I got a confession to make. I went to Arby's earlier. Look, but man, it, it, look. It, it was to it wasn't to get it wasn't to get a roast beef sandwich. It was to get their their new buffalo chicken bites, which were actually bomb. I cannot I cannot front those buffalo chicken bites. They were good. Listen, man, I'm not gonna be mad at y'all for eating Arby's. I had a conversation with a bunch of people about Arby's. Apparently, there's there's just about it was almost about half and half. What's crazy is the people that don't fuck with it don't fuck with it at all or never even had it. Uh, and then the people that fuck with it, they all say the same shit. They say it in embarrassment. They say, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've attended, I have attended the Arby's. <laughs> like, I, I, was, I was very hungry. I saw Y'all make it like, sound like a clan meeting and shit. <laughs> I mean, in, in reality, man, most of, most of it is trash. It's just not good. So, I mean, fuck it. All right. Well, look, let me go to the next uh, story. Um, Twitter users may soon have to pay for usernames as the app struggles to keep the lights on. That's why they uh, they made it an option now to pay for that blue check. Okay. That makes sense. It's Twitter blue. So now you can pay for verification no matter what you know your your status or following is. And I think it's like eight bucks or something like that a month. Well, look, man, I ain't a Twitter, uh, Twitterer or a, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, you know, I've been very, very, very long time since I even posted anything or even looked on that motherfucker. So I could care less, but, uh, yeah. you know, I guess, you know, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat, you know, um, I don't think it would matter if it went away. Cause you know what? I got a bad taste about Twitter because it seemed like that's where all the fake talk is. That's where all the group think is. Even well, though it's see, supposed to be individuals, people posting their feelings, it seemed like it's real clicky. Like you're I'll tell you this, because I'm well I'm well versed, well versed on Twitter. You are right and you are wrong. Because okay, there is a lot of group thinking, but Twitter is the place where a lot of news drops first first out of anywhere. So it's like, and, and to the point where news stations are getting their news from Twitter. So that's like that. That's the one part about it. But that whole group think shit, you're definitely correct about that shit. Like, it's too, it's too much. Uh, what people don't like to think for themselves, they like to, they like to take the, the thing that they hoped that they thought about that looked good, and then they'll boost that up, like that, retweet that. Without having a you know actual conscious thought of their of their own, yeah. so it's like you know that's that's where it's got to now. But I mean, for the most part, yeah, fake outrage is a, is a whole thing over there. But the news does drop first over on that motherfucker. That's why that's the so, only reason so why it's I be benefit it's benefits to it. But you're about to get a whole lot of uh, random same motherfuckers posting their outrage yeah, and whatnot. You'll get you'll get irritated very quickly <clears throat> if you go down those replies. I'll tell you that. You you better off reading the the viral tweet and moving the fuck on. If you go to them replies, your ass gonna be heated. It's dumb motherfuckers over there, bro. It's a lot of dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> but see that see that's what I'm saying. You know what? We all dumb. 
At, you know, I'll be, I be realizing that, too. I done had rants of my own where I go back and be like, I don't even know if I think like that no more. But I, I would say, that smart. <laughs> so our real problem is that we talking. Yeah. Think about it. A real wise person ain't got a lot of words. They're yeah. going to keep, they're going to hold their tongue. You know, they're going to, they're going to, they might have an opinion or whatnot, but they don't share it. They observe a lot. Correct. So just the fact that so many of us talking or, or letting our feelings and opinions out, we might be misstepping just by doing that shit. I mean, we yeah. do it. So I'm not, you know, I, I ain't going to act like we got to stop doing it. I'm going to say you can participate or you don't got to participate. So I think if you are going to get mad at people for their opinion, then don't participate. Right. But if you, you know, if you can take it and you can deal with the bullshit and like to argue and like to bicker, then look, come on, come on with it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, if you can get in if you are easily entertained by a bunch of random people saying a bunch of shit thinking that they think it matters, then yeah, Twitter is definitely the place for you. <laughs> that is definitely the place. Shout out to Jeff TV. What up, brother? Jeff in the building. Um, one more uh, baller alert and see if we give a fuck. I, I definitely don't give a fuck about this, man. Listen, this is the most... This go about what I just got done saying. It's a lot of things I have ranted about that if I go back and listen to, I may not agree with. And this nigga show can help me feel that way, and that's Kanye goddamn West. <laughs> this nigga said, <laughs> Kanye West uh, reportedly marries Yeezy um, architectural designer in a private wedding ceremony. Now, she's not black, which is concerning to me. Um, <laughs> she looks very much like fucking Kim, which is concerning to me. And uh, I don't got an opinion about this nigga at this point. You know, I, I said good <laughs> things about him and I said bad things about him. I am done talking about this nigga. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see what's next. You know what I'm saying? I brought that up earlier. We kind of got into like the conversation of just the simple fact that I don't even think that he's getting into all these new relationships just to get a new girl. I think he's still searching for that that uh that missing piece he's from, his, from his mom. No, that's he, a troll. I, that yeah, he's a troll. He's a troll, but he he needs that that female companionship to make him feel like a certain way. I feel like because you know, like we talked about before, his mom was his biggest fan. Or and or he that. truly is a homosexual man, and he really used these this archetype woman as a beard. That's why he was probably thinking about uh, the size of Pete Davidson's meat. Instead of thinking about the fact that he just could fuck any chick that he wanted at the time, it's kind of easy. In that Yeezus documentary, it was a very interesting character that was plastered all in that motherfucker that was hanging right with Ye, Ye for a lot of that time, mm -hmm. and that was Gerard Carmichael. Was it? Yes. And he recently come out as a gay man. I didn't know this. And again, we all have been hearing stories about this nigga for a long time. <clears throat> okay? I don't know what he up to, don't care what he up to. I just feel like your choices of women don't reflect that of a man who is looking for a good woman or even like women. It almost looks like you're looking for a spokesperson or a figurehead or a uh, someone to advertise for you. You don't. It does not seem like you're looking for a, a mate. 
Amber did call him a finger in the booty ass nigga. Yes, she did. And again, another woman who, I mean, come on, bro. Like she ain't, that's not wifey either. Yeah. Now get, not now don't, listen, let me say this, man. I am up in the air about niggas that choose the quote unquote hoe. Because to me, if y'all know these women, like I know these women, some of your most quiet, just go home, go to work and come home ass women. Are some wild ones. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be real quick to be careful about who I call, or I mean, I'm real cautious about who I just look at like hoes because some of them is loud, wear all the clothes, you you know, the 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 eyelashes, all that shit, and they don't get a lot of sex. They really right. be kind of choosy and kind of out the way. Then you get the one who wear fucking jeans and hoodies every goddamn day. You think she ain't on shit. And that girl got the best mouth in the city. <laughs> she got the best mouth in the city. So, I don't know, man. I don't know, yay, man. I'm out your business forever. Um, <laughs> yay can't. Yay at this point can't do anything else that'll, you know, spark as much as controversy as he did over the past couple months. I think at this point he's just burnt out. And on top of that, once he drops, once he drops another album, people are gonna go and listen to that. Same people that said they was done with Kanye cut him off too. I promise you that. Listen, man, he got ideas and he challenges things that I'm glad somebody is challenging. Yeah. I speak more on individual actions and statements made by the person, not who the person is. Because yeah. I listen to the message, not the messenger. I don't agree with a lot of things he do, but there's a lot of things he has said and done that I agree with. So it's the message, not the messenger for me, but I'm done talking about dude, man. I think it's just best if I keep my mouth shut on the matter <laughs> of yay forever. Fact. Now, that's enough with the I don't give a fuck, man. Uh, the GOAT this week. This is going to be a little, this is kind of like, you know, this is some feel-good shit, man. I feel like after the holidays, this this falls into play with everybody. We all should know and have some good input on this. And that yeah. is the greatest soul food dessert of all time. Come on, y'all. Come on, black people. Come on. I know y'all think I'm going to say pumpkin pie. Banana pudding. I'll say that for my other, I'll say that for my other side. Uh, Give me some desserts, y'all. Banana pudding. Banana pudding. Uh, sweet potato pie. Uh, caramel classic, cake. Yeah, caramel cake. I don't. I don't eat it, but pecan pie. I know a lot I of people like that. I love pecan pie. I like that shit more than sweet. Listen, I like that Peach shit more cobbler. than sweet potato pie. For real? I do, dog. Pecan Damn. pie and peach cobbler is killing fucking sweet potato pie to me. But I like banana pudding too, depending on how it's made. My nigga Will said corn pudding. You look like you eat corn pudding, nigga. Corn pudding, nigga. Is that a thing, nigga? <laughs> pound cake. Okay, I fuck with pound cake. Seven up cake. Uh, what else? Uh, red velvet cake. I never like. Oh, a lot wow. of people you like it. Like, you never like that? I uh, no, I don't like it. But a lot of people love it. I it don't hit, like man, it. Man, it hits sometimes. You got to make that shit right, man. Uh oh, uh we said pound cake, right? Yeah. Lemon pound cake. Uh Damn. We this fuck one, with the 7 up cake around here. 
damn, I forgot the one. I, there's one that my mom makes. It's this cake that my mom be making. I forgot the name of it, though. My nigga said green jello. This nigga went know, and just man. threw up like, a come lob. On, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> he look like he from Nicaragua. They didn't have much shit to work with. And the nigga say, from Nick- <laughs> he didn't just say jello. This nigga said a specific green, jello. Green, specifically jello. green jello with cocaine, laced with cocaine and Nicaragua Peruvian per- 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 freight, nigga. <laughs> Peruvian flake from Nicaragua. <laughs> Hey, no, look, candy yams is not goddamn dessert, nigga. Yeah, you put that on Somebody your Somebody check uh, uh, Soda Slim's uh, ethnicity card. Look, bunt cake. cake. You got to be a certain age, Sandra, for a bunt cake. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you telling on yourself. <laughs> you I ain't heard of that in a minute. My great-grandma <laughs> used to make a, a mean motherfucking bunt cake. God damn it. <laughs> And some dirty rice. That was her specialty. Some dirty, dirty rice, rice and a bunt cake. Candy yam, bro, you got to come better than that, my nigga. Brownies. Look, that's the white side. I'm with you, bro. I like a good. I look a good chocolate brownie with powdered sugar, ever so <laughs> gently sprinkled on. T- I uh, I too enjoy a good brownie. <laughs> hey, vanilla bean ice cream, nigga. That shit. Cheesecake is the motherfucking shit too, dog. Um, yeah. But let, let, let's make the poll, then we can go there. We gotta have sweet potato pie on that. We yeah. have to. We have to have. What's the first one you said? Banana pudding. Banana pudding. We have to have banana pudding on there. Do you think cobbler goes over some of the other things we named? Because I don't know oh, everybody man. fuck with it, but I know a lot of people like it. I don't know if it's a everybody thing. I didn't. I didn't eat. I didn't eat peach cobbler till later on because when I was a kid, it used to smell like a foot to me. Who in the fuck made your peach cobbler? <laughs> it just had to. Something's gonna know what I mean. <laughs> a and a, or, or was it whoever was making it was sitting there in a old ass, dirty ass house, black ass house <laughs> with a where the where the inside of the house shoes black as the bottom of their feet. It Somebody wasn't the cobbler, I mean. That was the kitchen, nigga. <laughs> it was so it's so about that that combination of peach and, and and whatever the fuck. He said cobbler overrated. Look, I like the crust more. So if somebody got heavy crust and not so much peaches, I fuck with it. Yeah. But if it's yeah. too much peach, then I don't fuck with it. That's exactly. why I gotta I gotta make sure. That's why I said shit to be on there. So okay, look. Banana pudding. Banana sweet pudding. Potato pie. Sweet potato pie. I like pecan pie. Okay, we could put pecan on there because I know, like Pe- I said, I know a lot of people eat that. All right, pecan pie. And what's something else? Uh, or, or and let's go with the um, let's pound go with the or... pound cake. I think I think pound cake is one of them universal black. Yeah, because they'll put cakes. that bitch in, in in anything. They'll they'll wrap that bitch up in some uh, parchment paper and put that in your to go box in any yeah. any hood. Man, nigga, even the corner store got a goddamn pound Hell cake yeah. in front of the annihilators. <laughs> So we're going to go, okay, pound cake, pecan pie, sw- uh, sweet, sweet potato, potato pie, pie, and, and banana, uh, pudding. banana pudding. Let's get that uh, Let's get that poll up and let's see what we do, man. Let's see what we do, man. But I, me, me personally, I love uh, pecan pie, man. I like, I like sweet potato pie too, but I'm going for the banana pudding every time. I'm going for, uh, I will go for the 7-Up cake. Uh, I know somebody that make a good caramel cake. You know, it just depends on what it is, man. Yeah, Bean man, pie, gotta... my brother. 
I'm gonna tell y'all right now, <laughs> bean pies is pretty fucking good. Is but it? they bean pie is not bad, but it ain't sweet potato pie. And if somebody know how to really sweeten the sweet potato pie and have that sweetness to it, it's be yeah. better. You know, I like that shit with the I want my shit to taste like yams on yeah. crust, goddamn. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but if um the the bean pie kind of see y'all y'all see this is my white side y'all it's a mix between pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie bean pie would be right there in the middle really i i've never i've never had one bro it would be right there in the middle he said uh bean pie nasty as fuck but now think about that a lot of people think pumpkin pie nasty as fuck so if you don't like pumpkin pie you damn sure ain't gonna like bean pie yeah, I don't like I don't like. But if you pie. got the acquired taste, you know what I'm saying, given you know, given to your circumstances, you know what I'm saying, you might can tolerate a little pumpkin pie. So you will fuck with a bean pie. I'm gonna give a nigga right, a bean we, pie with some bacon. Y'all go pieces ahead and here. vote, man. We're gonna we gonna let y'all vote on that for a while. We're gonna move on. We're Ghetto we're etiquette. Like votes. Cool. Ghetto etiquette, man. You know what time it is. This is when Let's we ask it. a question. Um and just Think of the proper protocol when handling these kind of situations. So what we doing is uh this is a good question. I think we all can relate. Are you disloyal if you outgrow your friends or family and have to distance yourself? Are you considered disloyal if you do that? The people you grew up with, the people that had your back when you was Maybe not as educated, not as, uh, you know, responsible, not as, uh, uh, you know, uh, before you stop smoking, before you stop drinking, before you stop being a criminal. All them people that had your back when you was just like them, mm -hmm. are you disloyal if you outgrow them and have to leave them behind? Nah, you, uh, you would want the people around you to grow with you not as you but with you so as you grow you will want the people around you to grow personally as well if there's no development that people stay stagnant then you have no choice but to move forward or else you are holding yourself back let me address these uh, i'm gonna get we're gonna get into that i like that the ex-son husband ten dollars thank you very much for the ten dollars let's get that out the way Craig Facts said he ain't, he ain't ducking no fades. Make your request known for the culture. Now, for y'all that ain't been around the three G's from the beginning, there was a time where we had a little unnecessary contention with the 5150 crew, and not in no real way, but Corey act like a bitch sometimes, and Gooch <laughs> Fat Ass Great was a, just being a hoe. And because of those simple situations, we had a lot of little shit talking back and forth in love. Craig always had my respect, but I also said I beat the brakes off of Craig in the fucking <laughs> if we was fighting in the ring or some shit like that. Yeah, you know, Craig is a bigger gentleman. He's he's taller and and probably way more, or we similar probably. I seen that nigga been working out and shit, but he he, he ain't built right. You know, you ever see one of them big niggas? You be like, this nigga ain't got the coordination. <laughs> he ain't built right. That nigga ain't got the coordination. He to fuck with shaped. me in no ring. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Craig, man. I would love to do a fucking... But I got to get my weight up, man. He going to look at me like a small fry. Not, uh, simply probably just because of the because of the uh, size of our channel. So if y'all can help our channel grow enough where he give a fuck enough, 
I'll fade that nigga up real quick for a little uh, exhibition. You know what I'm saying? I'll fade that nigga up, up for real quick. A, man, I'll fade that nigga up for an exhibition, man. You know, in love. Because I actually like that brother, man. Um, yeah, Craig is solid nigga. Joe Blast, good point. He said sweet potato pie. It is. He said pumpkin pie is the Chrysler 300 of sweet potato pie. That's an accurate <laughs> statement. But like I said, man, I'm half white, man. Y'all got to give me. Listen, I had dressing on Thanksgiving and then the day after I had some stuffing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was cool with both. Cause when you a hungry nigga that smoke weed, all that shit fire to me. Hell you yeah. know what I'm saying? All that shit fire. And um, one little tip though, and my, my half breeds in the, in the chat gonna know what I mean. When you get around your white family side, you got to just add, you got to add what's missing. If it's not a lot of sugar, add sugar. If it's not yeah. a lot of seasoning, add seasoning. If you want some gravy on some shit, put it on everything. Right. And you'll be fine. It's not as bad as you think. White people food is the Chrysler 300 of black people food. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's the high day sonata of black people. God food. damn. God damn. You give it a little too much grace. Yeah, you <laughs> right. You right. No, hold on now. Because hold on now. I am going to stick up for the Southern whites. Okay. Southern white people. Your Crackle Barrel motherfuckers. They uh, can fuck some food up. You got them wrong if you think these motherfuckers can't cook. You got them all the way fucked up if you think Southern whites can't cook. Crackle Barrel motherfuckers. I'm just telling you, you got you got them fucked up if you think and, they uh, can't cook. They put the cracker in Crackle Barrel, nigga. Think of the, uh, the one got in trouble for calling everybody niggas and shit. Uh damn, what was her name? We just talked about the, the most famous racist or some shit. Damn, I forgot her name. What the fuck is her name? Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Nigga, you nigga, if you don't think black women ain't take her motherfucking recipes and get them cooking that, <laughs> you out your fucking mind. Come on now. It's she was after that. She had fucking black maids as a child. <laughs> Who you think she learned from? <laughs> Paula she Dean. would be an avatar now if she could be an avatar. Right. All right. Shout out to Happy uh, Anasi. That's that's the uh, brother, um, Courtry. Shout out to you, homie, for the five dollars, man. Uh, good to see oh. you on this side of the new year, brother. Hell yeah. The ex-son husband, ten, another ten dollar uh, free pack G, man. Free, free pack G, man. Matter of fact, that he on the undercard. I put my nigga Pack G against whoever Craig got on the undercard. Put him against Dewan, nigga. Whoever, man. Pack <laughs> G on the on the undercard, and um, me and Craig can um get you know three to six rounds, however he want to do it. Five round exhibition, whatever you know. Five three minutes. How about that? I think he'll be winded in the first one though. He looked like one of them dudes. You got the. You gonna have to. Uh... You gonna have to work on your uh, upper body. That's all. That's all. That's all. Bro, that nigga, Craig, hey, he all, ain't got no legs. Body, no he ain't legs. got no base. <laughs> that nigga got no base. <laughs> that's a that's a tree. That's a that's a dead tree, nigga. I just gotta chop the chop the tree down. That nigga going down. <clears throat> Anyways, man. Uh, yeah, man. We appreciate you, brother, for the lookouts, man. We definitely do, man. Appreciate you, Hell bro. Yeah. Uh. So so let's get back to that topic, man. And and you might even have to go back into what you were saying so I can follow along better. Uh as far are as you disloyal uh, if you outgrow your friends and family and have to distance yourself. 
Oh, yeah. So in a nutshell, basically, man, if you have people around you and you're self-aware enough to know that you have to grow in life and you have to improve and, you know, do better in certain aspects of life and you do that and you start to work towards that and the people around you aren't doing that and don't want to actively do that, then don't feel bad when you got to separate yourselves. If people aren't trying to grow, then you have to leave them behind. You stay stagnant when you are with people that don't want to improve themselves. You just you kind of develop that. It's, the, it's a certain energy. I feel like um, you definitely have to set, distance yourself from negativity. Mm -hmm. And you have to find a way to still keep these people not necessarily in your life, but you have to keep a bridge open for them to come and learn from you or, or gain some game or some opportunities from you and that's how you show your loyalty. So in other words, I may can't hang with you. I may mm -hmm. can't be where you be at. Yeah. But if you're willing to come where I'm at, I'm here with open arms. You know what I'm saying? If you're willing to meet me where I'm at and we can chop it up over here, come on over here. You know what I'm saying? Or if you yeah. get into some shit because you're still in them predicaments, then I, I ain't got no problem looking out for you in them tr in them trying times. You know what I'm saying? I know if you let, like if I got a guy in jail and I hit him with a little paper, like good looking, you know, just you my nigga here. You know what I'm saying? It ain't because I'm trying to enable you. It's because you still my nigga, man. But I'm over here though. And when right. you get out, I may not be the one that gonna take you to celebrate your freedom where we go get drunk and go get some hoes. Mm -hmm. That's not where I'm at. I'm the guy when you finally get out and you maybe been, you know, doing carpentry in jail. I'm like, hey, man, I got some work for you. Yeah. Hey, man, I got a job for you. Hey, matter of fact, I know this job to hire felons. Let me get you right. That's the friend. I, that's I feel like that's the loyalty that you show when you yeah. outgrow somebody. It's like I still have access to things because of my new ways that might can help you. So if you're willing to come over here, I got some help for you. If you still who you want to be, by all means, man, knock yourself out. But I feel like sometimes those people that you quote unquote outgrow or family members that you outgrow, they mm -hmm. still bitter about that shit, though. Yeah, I mean, that's because a lot of that shit comes from the fact that they weren't able to find it within themselves to better themselves. It's not your fault. It's never your fault when it comes to how people feel about your progress in life. That's not, it's not, it was never your intention to be like, hey, I'm finna, I'm finna, uh, I'm finna improve my life and shit on these niggas. That, that's, that's not the intention of, of you if you that type, of, if you're not that type of person. It's usually a lot of, a lot of envy and a lot of, you know, I wish I had enough to do X, Y, and Z, but I don't. That's a self problem. People never, they, they'll never be self aware enough or take accountability for the fact that they'll never put the work in. Okay, now I just thought of something while you were speaking, right? And it's like the old the OJ effect. You know what I'm saying? I seen LaDonna bring it up earlier. Sometime when you outgrow, quote unquote, outgrow people, it takes you into another world. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be a time in your life where the only people that's going to still be there to hold you down ain't going to be them people in that new world. It's going to be the people in that old world that you didn't want to be around. Right. When when you finally need somebody to care about you or the people that's really gonna be at your bedside or gonna come to aid you and if you out in, in danger, it's gonna be your cousins, it's gonna be your your grandma, it's gonna be your auntie that smoked dope. It's gonna be 
people that you thought you was getting too better for, them the motherfuckers that still actually is going to be the ones to come through. Right. So that, I think it's a real thin line about this separation. That's why I said I think the best method is to leave a bridge open because I'm not better than you. I'm just not on the same shit. So let me work my angle over here. You work your angle over there. And if we ever need each other, let's try to help each other as long as it doesn't affect what each of us is doing. Right. That's like if one kid grow up and be a cop and the other one kid up and, uh, kid grow up and be a criminal. It's like, we brothers, motherfucker. Like, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't let what I'm doing affect what you're doing. Don't let what you're doing affect what I'm doing. I think that's how you do that. But I, I got, you know, even kids, right? I think, well, let me ask you this. What if you got children or a child that y'all don't agree as humans of how to how to move? <coughs> and if this person wasn't your family, you probably wouldn't even be around this motherfucker. Is you wrong for stepping away from those people once y'all are grown and doing your own thing? Hmm. Repeat that first part again real quick. If you got a child that y'all have no agreements, you know, y'all stand on different principles. A child, you said. Yeah, and that child okay. is now grown is what I'm saying. That You know, he's yeah. raised up, she's raised up. They're grown, but y'all stand on different principles. Are you out of order? Are you obligated to stay in their life? Or can you separate yourself from even your own seed if y'all stand on different principles? <laughs> Uh, speaking from personal experience, matter of fact, some shit I'm actually dealing with currently right now. Uh, I think that if you understand that you ain't coming eye or you ain't seeing eye to eye with one of your parents, y'all adults, y'all both adults, y'all stuck in y'all ways. I mean, you gotta let bygones be bygones. At that point, <laughs> you kind of got You kind of got to move forward. It's, it's like that's that's life, man. I know a lot of people like to put certain things on people and expect things from people and be like, yeah, because they're your your father or because they're your mother or because they're your sister or your brother, you gotta you know do a certain thing. But it's like, nah. I mean, this is life, man. We all gotta we all gotta leave this earth at some point, man. I'm not I'm not finna spend all my time trying to you know talk about you know shit that should have been figured out before like fuck all that shit I'm, I, I need to I need to figure out life right now yeah well I mean there's even a reason I asked that question because Master P and Romeo situation was interesting to me mm -hmm. because I know they care about each other and um, I know how someone's assumptions mm -hmm. can make them think there's a problem where there ain't no problem. But when you, I've been around paranoid people in my life that you, I'm like, this motherfucker so paranoid that I can't trust them now because they always thinking somebody on bullshit and no one is. And it's them that's causing bullshit because they thinking somebody on bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. damn, like I can't even fucking trust you just to be cool because you are you are you think wrong. Your mind don't work wrong. Yeah, and they think they think that they got this, you know, this gift of discernment or some shit. Like they just know that some some shit is finna go down when nah, it's really you just a negative motherfucker. 
<laughs> you yeah, just negative yeah. as fuck. <laughs> and you think everybody against you, but you the common yeah. denominator, motherfucker. Right. <clears throat> like um or or when I hear people make a lot of uh excuses, right? That makes me want to get away from them. And yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah. I think it's because it's like, dude, I don't want to hear. I got my own problems. Let, let's start there. So now I got to hear your problems only for me to give you advice that you seem to be seeking only for you to then give me an excuse why my advice ain't valid. Leave yeah. me alone, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like when I see your phone call, I don't want to pick it up. When I see you coming, I'm going to hide behind a pillar. Nigga, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to deal with your ass. <laughs> yeah, Cause I you mean... ain't, you ain't valid. Like you not standing on shit. You just got a lot of excuses. I think I think uh it's time we stop telling people that they need to hear something from somebody else to get closure out of something. I mean maybe I maybe I could be wrong but I think a lot of the <clears throat> shit that we deal with we have to we have to tackle that shit personally. We have to deal with that shit on our own. It shouldn't take somebody to tell you x y and z like like for instance if somebody uh got cheated on or something like that and they end up breaking up with somebody, but they still don't know if the person cheated or not. It's like, no, I, I need to find, I need to have closure. I need to know if they did it. No, motherfucker, just move on with life. Yeah. Regardless if they did or not, it's over. Let it yeah. go. Move the fuck on. You I know what I'm saying? That, fuck that. I, I think that be people thinking that they can actually convince the person that they made a mistake by moving on. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Like, that's which, what this was two years in the making. I was cacking. I was. I, I made a, a a pros and cons list, bitch, and it wasn't a whole lot of pros, bitch. I'm gone. Straight up, though. No, that's real. That's real. I did this. Ain't a, I, I wasn't haste, motherfucker. I didn't get around new friends and change up on you, bitch. You've been fucking up a long time. <laughs> no, but uh, hey, shout out to Soda Slim. This is a point we got to touch on, man. I think it's the parents' obligation to be malleable enough uh, with their offseed to have unconditional love for them. Oh, what do I think about that? Um, I would tell you right now, brother. Unconditional love can be shown without me being in your motherfucking life. Yeah. Me caring about your well-being can be shown without me being your friend. <laughs> Unconditional love can be shown by what I don't do to your ass. Because if you was anybody else, I would beat your ass. But because <laughs> I got unconditional love or I'm malleable enough, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But you need an ass whooping, though. Yeah, man. Or, or you need someone to be honest with you. But I'm afraid that honesty is probably worse than the ass whooping because yeah. you might not take it the right way that that that'll be the that'll be the uh a tipping point for a lot of people especially the younger generation like oh my god my dad just beat my ass there's no coming back from this he hates me he don't like me or it would it would be dad, more than him or, being mad they think or you my hate dad, dad told me the truth you my said dad what just told me the, or my dad just told me the truth you was speaking with his fist, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm talking truth. about without the fight. I'm saying, I'm saying, there's two ways to handle it. He beat your ass, yeah. and he and, and then tell you he love you, or yeah. he tell you the truth. I didn't want you, motherfucker. 
<laughs> I don't know your mama. I didn't want her. I don't. It's been a struggle for me for all this time to be in your life, but I've been doing it as because I feel obligated to as a man. But I don't want to do it. I, I it was a it was hard to show up and clap at your goddamn graduation. I didn't give a fuck. I was clapping <laughs> for the kid in front of you because I was confused on who you. I didn't recognize you. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just saying that ain't that's extreme but i'm just saying i don't think especially some of these kids that are uh, born into these uh not necessarily out of love not necessarily yeah. out of a real relationship you born into a messy situation and then you holding uh uh attitudes and 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 frustrations over your your mother or your father how they treat you but you don't even know how you got here yeah, and I mean that's the fucked up part too about it because you gotta, you gotta. It depends on how somebody grew up. If you grow up around other kids, seeing their parent dynamic and seeing like you know the mom and the dad, you know, loving on each other X, Y, and Z, and then you go home and you don't see the same thing, you'd be wondering why this and that. You probably in a situation where your parents had you at an early stage. They wasn't expecting it. They really didn't want to have it. They really wasn't in love. None of that shit. But because they had a baby, they stuck around with each other. And you in a fucked up situation wondering why your parents always at it, why you ain't getting the uh, the love or attention you think, you know, you deserve. It's a lot of situations like that. Yeah. It'd be fucked up as a kid because a lot of the, the a lot of the parents don't know how to actually say that shit. They'll 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 <clears throat> never really say that shit. I think it's uh LaDonna made a point about how these young niggas is built. And honestly, I, I'm starting to believe that because our generation, we wasn't even looking for Pop's love. We was happy to know him. We was happy to see him, even if it was once in a while. N niggas was not checking for that. These little niggas, dog, they want they like you didn't, you never like. What have I done, motherfucker? You talking about what I didn't <laughs> do? What did I do, nigga? Like I didn't want to do none of that shit. I did all that against my will, bitch. Right. The court made me do that shit. <laughs> But, but let me let me say what LaDonna said real quick. <clears throat> Can some of the men in the chat tell me why these soft-ass niggas keep killing our women and babies need this platform? <clears throat> this is what I really believe is going on. Because these young men, not all, but a lot of young men, have no one. They don't have two parents that show them unconditional love. The mom is a wretched club, bitch. Shout out to Corey Holcomb. <laughs> um, they don't have nobody to feel like they love them unconditionally right so when they finally get a little girlfriend who is willing to take them in after mama puts them out this is now they new mama this little girl that's paying the bills and taking care of this nigga and making sure he got clothes on tax time and he got a kid with and this is his idea of family now even though it's it's not he's not living up to his manhood but he, this is his idea of family now. He went from women that didn't want him to a girl that don't want him. But yeah. this is all he got. Now, when she leaves or tell him he got to go, or when she says, I want somebody else, he is desperate enough to take everybody out because he don't got nowhere to go. I think that is really what's happening. I feel like the men that are not built to sustain or take care of themselves is the desperate men that are willing to take the life of the woman that was taking care of them. I think that's really what we seeing. That's a theory. Y'all can have that and do what y'all want. That's a that's that's a great theory. Also, 
I think a lot of these young niggas is in the closet. And wow. never mess with a nigga that's running away from his sexuality because he will kill you to protect his real identity. Or what is what would be heaven on earth for a gay nigga? Jail! <laughs> <laughs> These niggas want to go to jail. <laughs> no, Dicks like... to the left of him. Dicks <laughs> to the right of him. Bullying! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gotta you gotta think Dead. about what's 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 influencing these niggas, man. The same shit that influenced us to walk outside with four XL tall tees and a fitted cap is what's influencing these motherfuckers to go and, outside. And them, niggas, them niggas walk to the shower like this, sh- shaking little balls of soap in their hand, like I'm about to I'm about to roll all these little motherfuckers up there. <laughs> little balls, little cubes of cubes of soap. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> yo, that's fucked up. Nah, these that's niggas want to go to jail, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they think they walking through the pearly gates when that motherfucking door slam and shit. Man, look, I, I I keep seeing some shit, man, and it's like I I'm not. I, of course, you know, we not those uh, those individuals who hate people for who they are we just see things for what they are man it's a lot of influence out there and it's a lot of people that are uh turning the tides if you know what i mean because they see what's going on and they there it's a lot of and fem- it's it, what, how, do you, how do you call it uh feminine energy feminine yeah. energy and fem- with a lot of feminine yeah with a lot of with a lot of males in, in society younger males specifically I don't know. Maybe the maybe the, the the jeans too tight. I heard somebody got a <clears throat> who was it? Um who who was the guy? It was a historical figure, man, who was who was cashed. I, I was just watching it earlier listening to uh, Tariq Nasheed on uh 85 South. I forgot who it was, but oh, George Washington Carver. They said he would they said he had a very high pitched voice and it was because he was castrated when he was a baby so he wouldn't go out there and impregnate any white girls cuz he was in that type of setting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it just was. it's it's a lot of things it's a lot of things people got to go back and do their history to to learn some things to get back to their uh their masculinity, bro. I don't think castration took a man's masculinity and I don't even think racism per se took masculinity from men. I think that money is the root of all evil and I think yeah, a lot true. of the enticement of wanting to be accepted wanting to be better than each other it opened the door for people to be bought into sexuality and things like that and then when they start promoting it promoting the lifestyle that opened up the door even further now mind you they was raping slaves they was trying to buck break men and things like that i'm not saying that don't play a part i'm saying i don't believe that that made them men want it i don't know but i don't know Listen, I ain't trying to play therapist tonight. Just I'm don't saying, go to a ditty party. Again, I think some of these <laughs> niggas is willing to do a lot for clout. Yeah, yeah. A lot for clout. So I don't even know whether it's gayness or just fucking eat, selling your soul literally because you want to be better than the next man. I don't know what the fuck it is, but let's we get off We need too of much that. competition with each other. 
<clears throat> let's get off of that because I want to talk about life expectancy. Let's go. <clears throat> what do you think? Do you think the life expectancy has increased or decreased in black Americans? Um, it's hard to say because even though we are kind of building a population, we're also our biggest exterminators. So, I mean, that's that's it's a hard line to 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 cross whether or not you feel like, you know, our population is decreasing or not. It's it's weird. Well, you know what? Let's get to the facts about it, right? Um, it has decreased somewhat. And um, since 2022, the CDC said that life expectancy for black men is now 71, which is down like three point something percent. Mm. Um, so it's decreasing. But even though y'all seeing all the crashes and all the violence and all the gun violence and things like that, that's not the leading cause of death. According to them, it is still heart disease. I was just about to say, it's got to be one of those fucking. It is still heart disease, according yeah. to the according to the information that I gather. You know, y'all could take it with a grain of salt. But now, let me jump back for a second and say, I R I mean, R I P. Excuse me, to Gangsta Boo. Yep. And a YouTuber that y'all might not be familiar with named Sinful the P, who I was uh you know I used to view dude shows a lot. I liked his uh, content a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So this young man died at 39 or 38, excuse me. I'm 39, you know. So that was alarming to me because he seemed like he was in fairly good health. But he passed away of natural causes. So, again, it ain't the fucking gun violence and the drug overdoses that y'all might think. Um, then uh, Gangsta Boo, 43 years old. It's people on this fucking panel or, I mean, excuse me, in the chat room that's much older than that. Shout out to the sister LaDonna, you know. Uh, shout out to Binky. She, she definitely got to be 43 with them bangs. Um, <laughs> shout out Binky. You know, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's, we need to talk about health. We need to talk about life expectancy. We need to talk about people having their affairs in order. I talked about earlier about how niggas is washed up after 35. Niggas is still trying to set their life to, uh, they, niggas is still chasing the apple when People is dying. Of, people are dying of natural causes at your age, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm not saying give up on your dreams. I'm saying you better start enjoying your motherfucking time now. Because you might not get to where you think you're going to go, but you better have a lot of memories stored up for your transition, motherfucker, because you don't know when it's coming. And um, let me, matter of fact, let me introduce y'all to Sinful real quick. If y'all don't know, I'm going to show y'all what he looked like. Uh, this is how I found him, too. This is about seven years ago, and he was talking about a pimp from Milwaukee named Pimp Snooky. Um, I'm familiar with uh, Snooky. And, What's um, going on with it, man? You know, usually I give a cold I introduction. You already know, man. But, uh, is, right? You already know what it is. You know I'm the masterpiece, mouthpiece, sent for the P, man. But I want to get directly to the point. Because y'all keep bugging me, man, getting in my inbox, getting and the on was my Instagram, my Facebook page, man, asking the same damn questions about Pimp Snooky. You know, was Pimp Snooky really a pimp? What did I think about the documentary that he did? You know, the little movie or whatever. You know, uh, I thought that, 
uh, the movie was foo. I thought that it was a bad representation about that occupation man called pimping and horn. I'm not a pimp. I've never pimped a day in my life, but I've been blessed to be in the presence of pimps. And those men are men of character and their character does not change because of a circumstance or situation changing. So, you know, that alone eliminates that nigga because he was put in a situation in a circumstance where he started telling on other men to help his circumstance. He so right. therefore, he's not a pimp. See, what I hate about the so-called uh, game and the street life, y'all will glorify anybody that y'all see in a Bentley, a Phantom, S550, Maserati, and y'all will just put him above everybody simply because of the materialistic things. But say, man, in the P game, there's some prerequisites for things, basically. There's some prerequisites that you must fulfill in order to be able to profess and possess that particular title. In order to do what's vital to that title, you got to be a man first. And if you're telling on other men to basically save your ass and to basically take time off your sentence, then you never had an existence even in this shit. You know what I mean? Period. No. Hey, mm. man, I... I'm going to stop there, but I respect what he was saying. Yeah. And um, that's how I found that's how I found him. <clears throat> he was speaking on somebody that's from Milwaukee that I know. Uh, he did a lot of jail time, and he might even – I wonder, did he get out yet? He If he didn't, he close to getting out. And um, Sinful the P is from Chicago. So he knew what he was talking about. He knew information that I knew he was valid. That's why I started fucking with his channel. Cause yeah. he was speaking on something that was local to me and he was actually accurate. And he, and then he spoke on manhood and the principles of the P game, which I respect. He's mm -hmm. saying he was never a P because he snitched. I mean, I, I understand why he said that, but that's no different than a nigga that was selling, you know, the largest cocaine dealer in the nation who snitched. He's still the biggest drug dealer. And, right. and, 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 and Snooky did have a lot of hoes. I'm going to keep it real with you. The nigga did live and he, he started to develop. He had a little bar or club, I should say. He was doing his thing in the P game. And he was also mm -hmm. in Pimps Up, Hoes Down, if y'all don't know who he is. Um, so, I mean, we're not going to act like that ain't valid. But what Sinful yeah. looked at is kind of how I think. I don't give a fuck how successful you might have been. A bitch-ass nigga is a bitch-ass nigga. So, I, when he was saying this <laughs> shit, I was like, I fuck with this dude. Yeah. So then I start kind of watching this channel and kind of, you know, going from there. Now, this man just passed away a week or two ago at 38 years old, looking pretty fucking healthy at the time from natural causes. <clears throat> now, I'm going to show y'all if you got a, uh, anything you want to add before I show this next clip. You know I mean? No, I didn't, I didn't really know much about about him at all until I heard about him passing. But natural causes at 38, you said? Yep. That's fucking crazy. But That's insane. we got the answer to it because uh, uh, Gorgeous Dre, y'all might have heard his name used a lot. He also was in a documentary called American Pimp. So a lot of the nation found out who Gorgeous Dre was through the documentary. But he's another P and they were very close and acquaint acquaintances. <clears throat> and they, him and his homeboy Freeze just made a video about what his cause of death was. So I'm gonna play that real quick. Do you know? Do you know the confirmation on whether or not he took that jab? We about to we about to hear about it right now. Uh oh. Oh shit. Right now. Um, 
Let's see what they talking about. Um, let me just say we got information. I'm gonna let Freeze give all the details. I'll just talk around it. Uh, we got information that we want to share with everybody on how Philip transitioned. Want to tell you the update of what's going on with him right now. Uh, what we were able to do and what we plan to do. So uh, with that, I'm gonna let Freeze go ahead and give everybody all the details. Okay, so uh, I know everybody's been wondering about a cause of death. Because, uh, you know, by him being 38 years old and, you know, passing away suddenly, you know, people just can't wrap their heads around that. So we got the official cause of death. Uh, come to find out, which is something that I personally already suspected was that Sinful had COVID. You know, uh, I had a conversation with him about three days before he passed. And he was telling me that he was feeling weak and that he had been sick for a couple of days. So, um, you know, anybody who knows Sinful, he's not the type of individual that likes to claim sickness or, or claim illness. So, uh, he didn't say it and I didn't say it, but when he was describing to me how he felt, I figured that he had COVID. So come to find out he actually did have COVID. And, uh, you know, he obviously, like we said before, when he made the 911 call, he was having trouble breathing. And uh, the reason for that is because he had a blood clot in his left leg that traveled from his left leg up to his lung. Damn. And that's what made it where he couldn't breathe. So that's his official cause of death. And uh, as far as what's going on with him right now, uh, we've already done everything that we're supposed to do on our, our end. Uh, the way it works as far as him getting transported from Canada to Chicago is that a funeral home in Chicago coordinates with a funeral home in Canada and they have a vendor who is essentially the middleman. And what happens is the funeral home in Canada will bring him to the border and then hey, he'll be passed to, uh, to uh, the P freezer man for uh, staying so ice cold that he can wear that hot ass sweater and hat in the goddamn hotel room. <laughs> that nigga look hot as hell right now. Uh, shout out to the nigga shit. Freeze, but let's move on from that. Um, Damn. So it's confirmed he had he had the big C. Yes, sir. And then a the blood clot obviously is the thing that. So so now now why this is so deep? We don't know how and when, nigga. We don't yeah. know how and when. I don't give a fuck what you think you're doing. Um, let me address this. Shout out to Marcus Carter. He said, "Wasn't sinful P a pedo?" Now, I know about this situation, right? And I'm up in the air about it. Let me explain to y'all. Y'all can take it what y'all want to take it for. But for me watching hours of content of this nigga and me having a level of respect for the way this man thinks and his, his uh, principles that he claimed to have stood on, I got to at least try to defend this nigga name real quick. I don't know him personally, so I'm not trying to stick up for him like that. But I'm going to speak from a nigga who is from this shit who understands how this can happen. He has a case. 
by impregnating a girl that was underage. She wasn't no fucking 10-year-old. She wasn't no fucking six-year-old. She was a girl who introduced herself with a fake ID as a grown girl. And he ended up impregnating her. Now, if you got a mother, and he was also a young girl. He wasn't no 30-some-year-old man. He was very young as well. And he had a girl misrepresent herself with a fake ID. Mm. Now, this is actually what she said she did in the court. Now, if, if it was just him saying it, I'd be like, nigga, I don't know. She says she lied in court, but she said yeah. once he found out he she was already pregnant and he continued to deal with her, I believe. And he was pimping on her. Now, mm. this is bad, y'all. This sounds terrible. But unfortunately, the life of the peas in this situation, them young pimp niggas is going to pimp out high school bitches, grown bitches, anybody within a couple years of their age without even thinking about age. Yeah. And that's a young man mistake, especially when you young, broke, trying to get some money and trying to be a pimp. Mm -hmm. I ain't giving this nigga no way out. Y'all can call it. If y'all think it's pedo shit, be down. I personally think in that particular situation, especially as old as I am, knowing how many older niggas used to fuck on the high school girls back in the day, it was a lot more normal than it is now. So I'm not going to throw all these niggas under the bus. Unfortunately, um, now that I'm older, I could never deal with young women like that. When I was young and I was dealing with girls that was 14, 15, while I was 14 or 15 and they was fucking 19, 20 year olds, I didn't even look at them niggas like they was weirdos. Yeah. I didn't look at them niggas like they was pedophiles. I looked at them like some young niggas trying to fuck these hoes. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was, you know, I was, I was young enough. I was the peer of these young girls fucking these grown niggas. I didn't look at them niggas like weirdos, but if I saw a 30 year old fucking with a kid or a young a teenager, then I thought differently. So again, yeah. this is a very tricky thing. This is the, this is the R Kelly conversation. This is the, this is the conversation of Elvis Presley. God damn it. I don't know how y'all feel about it. I don't, I'm just telling y'all how I feel about it. What about I didn't Malone? discredit this man behind that is all I'm saying. Yeah. That's where I, that's what my final conclusion was about his case. I didn't discredit uh, discredit him. I know a lot of niggas who, and it's probably more people than you could ever imagine that y'all think our respect that has things like this in their history. That's right. Definitely not me though. Let me put that out there. <laughs> oh my kids, nigga, I ain't never fucking no uh, underage girl. Oh my mama, everything I love. But I still been around a lot of shit where I'm like, ah, that ain't pedophile. Pedophile got yeah. to be, you got to really want to do some sick shit to a child. That's how yeah. I look at it. What you think, GMS, before we move on from that? Um, tricky situation for the show. I think there's a lot of uh, conversation around that. The same thing happened with a few other people. That's kind of like that 6 9 situation as well, too. You know, that, that underage girl that was there that they didn't know was actually, I think she was like, uh, 14 or 15, something like that, and uh, told them that she was 18, and they ended up running train on her and shit. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like situations like that. It's like that's that's one big thing, man. Regardless of if there's some nasty niggas out here, man. If you got daughters, you got young girls that you that that look up to you or you know pay attention to your word. 
you want to let them know about that shit, man. Don't want, don't don't try to be fast too early, motherfucker. Don't be up here trying to do X, Y, and Z because not only will it put you in a fucked up situation, but it will put another nigga in a fucked up situation he don't need to be in. Yep, and let me just let me point this out because listen, I did the research. I don't fuck with pedos, so if I see some weird shit on a nigga jacket, I want to know what's up. Ladonna, um, oh, she's she was she's addressing Ladonna's uh point, but she's she's making a fact that I understand. She was in a dark jail for a bit before they realized her ID was fake. Apparently, yeah. she looked grown. Again, I've seen young girls that was under eighteen in the strip club dancing. Mm-hmm. So you can't always assume that these men are just looking for trouble. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, it's a thin fucking line. So let's move on from that. I just want, I didn't want to speak negative of somebody who I learned to respect over the seven years of me listening to him. Cause if y'all go to his channel, that nigga was lacing niggas with straight, pure game the whole time. So if y'all want to take away the good things he said behind something y'all feel, that's y'all thing. Uh, Life expectancy is 71 years old now for black Americans. Uh, according to the CDC, leading cause of death is heart disease. Let me play a quick little video real quick, and then we're going to discuss this till, till the time is up. Hold on. What am I looking for? <clears throat> Y'all pay attention, God damn it. If you was falling asleep, wake your ass up. Judy, as a whole, life expectancy in the U.S. dropped by nearly two years. But for black and brown Americans, the toll was even worse. Among white Americans, life expectancy dropped by 1.4 years. But for black Americans, it fell by 3.2 years. And for Latino Americans, lifespans dropped by almost 3.9 years. And what's more, when you compare these declines to other similar nations like France or Israel or the Netherlands, the drop in the U.S. was more than eight times higher. Dr. Stephen Wolf is the lead author of the study just published in the British Medical Journal. He's director emeritus of the Center on Society and Health at Virginia Commonwealth University. Y'all, I'm going to skip. Now, y'all just heard that for blacks and Latinos, the 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 drop was a lot yeah. more. Okay. He's going to explain why he thinks that is, and that's what I want to play before we discuss this shit. So, y'all, pay attention, please. He's going to explain why he thinks it's a, a larger decrease in black and Latinos than it is in other Americans. And peer countries. I want to get to that comparison about peer countries in a second, but but first off, as I mentioned, the the racial disparities again are just seem so glaring in this report. What do you attribute that to? Well, we've been tracking racial disparities in health for generations now. Um, these we anticipated a difference in uh, the decrease in life expectancy for people of color, but we were really horrified by the, the magnitude. Uh, 3.3 years in uh, African-Americans, 3.9 in Hispanic-Americans. And what jumps off the page uh, when we see data like this is systemic racism. Uh, this is at the heart of why it is that generation after generation, people of color uh, have experienced different health outcomes. Uh, skin color is, is uh, not a biological reason for people to have higher death rates. And race is really a social construct. So uh, really what we're seeing is the effect of decisions and policies society has uh produced that we got mm. to touch on this mm -hmm. if y'all was listening close enough and it was kind of low to me he said put the bacon down bitch he said yeah that race 
is a social construct and which y'all need to realize that we're homo sapiens and there are you know differences in pigmentation but when it comes to biology if they cut open a human body it got all the same shit okay yep. so his point is the only thing that can explain why Latinos or blacks have a different life expectancy when it comes to health it has nothing to do with the fact that they're black or brown it has to do with what did he say white supremacy and mm -hmm. fucking um what words did he use racism he used racism because socially uh by you know putting the worst foods in a certain neighborhoods by miseducating certain groups and and advertising heavily negative uh food and 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 life choices to a certain group of people is affecting their longevity it has nothing to do with their fucking color but he's yeah. saying because of the racism now whites i'm excuse me latinos and blacks are suffering and dying at a higher rate due to what socially was created okay now we kind of yeah. all knew that but it's interesting for them to have this discussion and not hold back and say what it is so now let's talk about that shout out to ronald harris for another 10. peace he said, ronald. this is a good topic man well we're gonna try to be a little more serious now that we because it's just two of us here so we got to really fill this space in so we're gonna have some real deep conversations now and um shout out to the homie pack g so when he get back he can weigh in on this shit. but we're gonna try to keep it you know a little fun but we're gonna try to we we won't switch up man you know we, we on some grown-up shit right now let's get it um so i wonder should i play longer you know i'm not gonna play longer for the sake of time i think we got the fucking point mm -hmm. what do you think about what you heard before i ask you some questions uh race being a social construct is is dead on uh i think that it's gotten so deep to the point where uh, there's there's way too much uh, death and there's too much blood on that on on that construct on that social construct which is why people can't get away from it and think of a, a bigger picture but uh, we do have a lot of shit that we know we are we're very self-aware about the choices that we take or that we that we make as black people especially when it comes to certain holidays whether it be Thanksgiving Christmas whatever those get-togethers are and we indulge in certain things that inevitably are, are killing us you know what i'm saying like these these certain foods that we like to call tradition like we just talked about soul food we literally have a poll up of the best soul food desserts right now <laughs> you know what i'm saying this is this is that that mentality that we have and it's like these things are okay to us but at the same time there's no moderation there's no uh better life choices for us or to to make when we're so comfortable already in, in our own skins. For sure. Let me shout out to LaDonna real. She says, she said, that's a lie. Please stop. We have a different pigment than others do. Not Do not listen to the fuckery. <clears throat> I don't know exactly what your point is, LaDonna, but let me, let me say this. A doctor is not asking what color the fucking patient is. They're getting blood work. They're going to test the blood. They're going to find out what's going on. They're going to do other examinations due to the body parts. They don't give a fuck what's laying on the table. Now, I used to think a different way until I found out about what is done in the medical field. Through study, I understand mm -hmm. that 
what's laying on that table is a man or a woman is a man or a woman. Yeah. How big that person lungs is, how tall they are, how much they weigh, what their blood content is, what their diet is. That are the, that's the data that's being collected to fix this motherfucker on the table. It ain't your color. Now is black people the original for show sure. are some of the, uh, other, uh, dilutions of that black, uh, skin and that black culture probably weakens the, the strength and the ability to endure certain shit. I believe that I believe, you know, the lighter you are, the, the, uh, the weaker you are. And I believe that science proves that, but that don't got to do with the fact that you still a goddamn human being. So let's talk about it from a human standpoint of black Americans, because now he said it ain't got nothing to do with the, uh, whether or not you are, you know, we're all humans and his was his point, but there's a racial aspect of why black and Latinos are suffering more. So now that's what I want to talk about. So GMS hmm. are black Americans, cultural norms, self-destructive cultural norms, cultural norms. Yes. Certain ones, but not as in the sense of all black people. It's enough black people to affect us as a whole. If that makes sense. It's not all black people, of course. It's never been all black people, but it's enough of us to make it affect all of us. Okay. So even if you're a black person that doesn't follow certain things from the culture, you will be stigmatized as that in the decisions you make regardless of what you do. Okay. I believe that what we talked about at the beginning of the show in uh in uh the goat is evidence that culturally there are some self-destructive behaviors that black Americans have. We mm-hmm. talked about the best desserts of soul food. All sugar, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All sugar. But yet, we would be lying if we act like these things don't play a, a part and a factor. They they put Latinos over blacks. Do you know why? I have a Mexican wife. Their cuisine is all fried, nigga. Yeah. It's all fried. And pork. It's not a question why they got diabetes at a higher rate and other <laughs> health issues. Yeah, and they smoke and drink like you know some some fools too. So you you put in cultural norms for a you know mm-hmm. cabeza. The <laughs> motherfuckers get drunk, nigga. You know what I'm saying? A corona. You want some? You know they smoke tobacco, nigga. They you know and and I'm telling you, and they and they and they eat horribly. Yeah, and then we talk about the cultural norms of black cuisine. We know the best shit is the saltiest shit and the sugary shit. We know that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't give a fuck enough to maintain or or balance that out or, you know, be cautious of that, I mean, you're going to have a higher rate of everything. Do so, so Think about the trailer park uh, honey boo-boos of the world. You think they healthy? The trailer park honey boo-boos? Hell I'm no. saying they dying like mama? a motherfucker. They eating terrible. Shit. So it got a lot to do with cultural norms. But we also know that there's more white people running down the street in the morning. Mm-hmm. Going for jogs and walks. We know when we go to the gym. Yeah. Go ahead. What's what's our social norm with that? Making fun of that type of shit. 
Bitches Which will get a whole in, body. In niggas' minds will be like, I don't want to do that type of shit because that's gonna make me look white. That's doing too <laughs> fucking much. Yeah, I'll be doing white too. niggas out here. I ain't trying to be all skinny and shit. Like, not only that, bitches will cut their body up and put their life on the line on a chopping block for real. Right. Put a stomach on their ass. To, not to do one burpee. <laughs> this bitch don't want to do one burpee. But she will roll the dice with the tax money or the kids' uh, bunk bed money. Just to not look fat, but you don't want to do the fuck away. Right. Putting that fupa meat in your BBL, motherfucker. Just go ahead and work out. So we're we going to keep talking about this Be shit. Good. This is not a this is not a shit on Black Day. This is a save our life day. Um, do black folks care about longevity in a, as a whole, in your opinion? Say it again. Sorry, I was reading this. I was reading somebody's comment. What would you say? What comment you want to address? Uh, I was trying to see what Tug Champs was saying. He said, in a wonderful world, everything is okay with hospitals, police officers, and politicians. Really, we're talking about food, food that is in the store? I don't know I, what he means. Are you following the conversation? Hey, Tug Champs, call in. LaDonna, call in. <laughs> we're not finna do this. I didn't say that. Or he didn't say that at all. I don't, call in. I don't want to. We're not finna do this. This is a big problem mean. in the black community as well. We're not we're, talking about white people. We just we're we're just bringing up examples, to, and and that's no, the problem we gonna, too. We're gonna we, square this. We're gonna square this up right now. Call we in. We pay please. too much attention. We we pay too much attention to what other people are doing when we should be focusing on the shit that we should be doing. Thank you, but let's talk about it because sometimes just the chat is like a text message. You sometimes mm -hmm. can misunderstand what's being said. Yeah. And, read it and by people way. having opinions, I want y'all to be able to get y'all opinions out. But I'm also trying to keep the, the show now from going like, too far over. All, all he said was really, but I read it and I heard it as really nigga? Like that's how that's well, that's I mean, I'll be listen, I'll be I'll be I'll be really careful. I'll be trying not to get <laughs> agitated because unfortunately, this is a touchy situation. And yeah. then there's a lot of miseducation in the black community too that we could talk about. I seen you bring up a uh, hidden colors a few times, a LaDonna. And I'm gonna tell you right now, as a nigga who love history, and I'm talking about black history from black scholars that I research, that shit ain't valid a hundred percent. Hidden Colors has a lot of funny style shit in it. It mm. has some accurate shit in it, but it has some very argued. It's some things that could be argued argued real good that it being mis you know misunderstood or misspoken there's a lot of bullshit in there hold on hold on hold on you on three g's who am i speaking to this is podcast. my brother talk champs podcast Colorado man let's let's ch let's chop it up Ladonna, if that's you give us a second to have this conversation and call back let let's talk to the homie first and then we'll we'll take your call in a minute what um, up talk go in brother let, let, let's hear you out and we're gonna have this discussion real quick I saw y'all play with the white guy on there. Kind of from what I got from what he was saying was the only thing out of everything that the, the data that they've taken over the generations of everybody. Um, what I got out of that is, especially with a white person saying it, with the, the racial disparities that's been going on forever that's like 
the only kind of thing that could be why colored people, people of color, have a less life life expectancy than the lighter counterparts. They get better treatment going places. Not that, you know, we don't go to those places. Like, we go to the same hospitals. That don't mean we get like the first choices of the best medicines and you know all of that the, the best insurance take care of it and you know what i'm saying we we kind of get taken care of but not before the people that really got the best stuff if you know what i'm saying like like what he was saying okay let me let me uh i'm gonna let you go again but i you actually saying what he was saying as well it's the racism is why the rate, the life expectancy rate is lower for blacks and Latinos. So that will play a part in it too. It ain't just the fact that we getting the worst food in the grocery stores. We are getting worse care in the hospitals, but that's not only because you're black. It has a lot to do with the poverty that was put on you as a black or Latino, because you don't have the proper insurance, which is what hospitals care about far more than your color. Now, I have family, and I, I'm too studying now to be, uh, you know, I, I, I'll let y'all know in the future what I'm doing. But I understand now how the hospitals are working, <clears throat> and that's why I have this new conclusion. It ain't so much your color, it's the poverty level. But we know the poverty happened due to racism. So the, the color puts you in a lower social class, and because of your insurance status, because of your color as well, they're going to give you not this best treatment, but you will die at a faster rate. But what got you to the hospital, bro? And that's what his point was. It's something that got you sick. And it it's still goes back to the social construct. It's the, the food that they put in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We don't really have the, the wherewithal and the means to go to their grocery stores and their neighborhood and shop and get the, the good stuff, even if we could afford it. It all goes back on we can't even afford to be healthy. Okay, so we so think, bro, so, so think about this. What did he say wrong that you? I felt like you disagreed with him when you actually no, no, saying I what he said. With him. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I was confused. I, it, sound, it sounded like to me y'all was kind of going away from that saying it was. It's, it's us again, more than, no, it's the social construct. Okay, but hold on, bro, hold on, listen. We're we living in the construct. Okay, now think about we this. Think about this. Are we trying to continue the social construct, or is this conversation to break the social construct? Boom. So, Your words. What's the solution, brother? And, 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 and <laughs> hey, you funny. <laughs> and, and, and see, and that's what we're leading up to, because what, what, what I got scheduled in a few minutes is to correct the thing that got you into the hospital. The social construct that made you poorer or that made you have different life choices or health choices or made you think it was not cool to go jog or made it cool to put all this sugar in your goddamn soul food, that's all socially engineered. So I'm trying to wake up black people to say some of the things that you hold dear to you and, and is glorified in your culture is the thing that's keeping you dead. The motherfucking uh, quesadillas is keeping the Mexicans dead, and the goddamn fried chicken and, and greens is keeping your ass dead. Why we got it? We take greens and put fat in the shit. 
You get what I'm saying? So let's keep it real. The the social. What you say? But we're talking about as a whole. We got to talk about this as a whole because, of course, there's individual people. There's there's some very healthy black men and women. There's some vegans. There's some people that work out every day. But on a on a on a whole, we're dying at a faster rate for a reason. So that's what we're trying to come to an understanding of. And when he even pointed out that is racial, I mean that is racism, and it's due to the social construct that you agree with. That's what we pointing out. But now we saying since they've been lying to your ass and telling you to go ahead and do these things, to go ahead and have these uh, uh, ideas about health in, in your own life, or be or put you in poverty where you can't afford the best care, or you don't even care about being healthy because you you so tired of life. You like fuck it, I don't care. I want to smoke and drink just to feel good. So. All these things are socially done to us, but now we're talking about how to care enough about longevity and care enough yeah. about our health. And it don't matter who's talking about our stat, our statuses. We're trying to get it to an understanding of how we can eat better, live better, feel better, think better. You dig? That's where this right. conversation is going to lead to. But you know, I wanted you to get an opportunity to speak your piece, and I'm gonna have Ladonna call when you when you get get off. So go ahead, G. I'm gonna let you finish up and wrap up, and then I'm gonna get Ladonna on. Yeah, it's all good. I, you know, I understand, like, you know, what where y'all coming from and stuff with the, the eating healthy and all that. Of course, everybody should. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, in a wonderful world, that would be the thing. Everybody, you know, would just be doing the right thing. But even you know, other cultures, they just because you know a white person is white don't mean most of them actually eat healthy they do what they want to they drink they smoke they do mess they you know <laughs> they get down so mm-hmm. i mean but yet still they live longer than us so it's, it's so you so so, so your point is they live longer than us more from than, more than more than just what we eat what, what we don't do I, i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you what it is they figured out that crack is more detrimental to your body than it is to their body. No, I'm fucking with you, dog. <laughs> 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 hey, l- hey, let me let me get uh, Ladonna on the phone while she call I, it right I, I now, G. Y'all. I appreciate y'all, brother. Love y'all. Bro. Oh, for sure. Coke love, chance, bro. man. Peace. Love, bro. All right. All right. Uh, come on, now. Uh, Ladonna. Hello, hey. T- hey, sis, turn it down in the back real quick. Ladonna. So Hey, don't LaDonna. say hi to him like you don't fuck with me, man. What's up with that? I said AP. Oh, okay. <laughs> I felt offended. I'm from motherfucking Pittsburgh, right? The Pittsburgh Steelers and shit. But Pittsburgh Pistol Vane. Okay, go in, sis. Go in. These motherfucking soft ass niggas. Keep on being tender. Talk about, oh, I love this bitch, but you gonna be somebody's bitch when you go to jail for life. Number one, I got some things to say right now. Let's Let's just talk about it for a minute. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Girl, you, you need to take some kickboxing and self defense classes. Don't don't keep calling here mad at this nigga because he got over on you. You need to learn to uh, duck and weave, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, we gonna bob and weave in a minute because we gonna talk about that fight. Whoever fucked up my money at that fight when they was doing that frivolous fucker shit with 
That's number two. All right. What's number three? Number three. When you talk about clogging up our arteries. Yeah, these motherfuckers keep on drinking chitin and water and shit like that. Everybody need to calm down to be aware of their blackness. Now, we talked to Wonder Breads. You can't say crackers. Can I say crackers on your shit? You can say whatever you like. Okay, well, I'm talking about these crackers, and we're talking about saltine crackers, not rich crackers. We're talking about saltine cracker people. Okay. <laughs> shout out to shout out to moms. Go ahead, and grandma. Uh, uh, Go hey, ahead. what's up, AP's mom, Wonder Bread lady, <laughs> Hey Miss Lady, we love you, dog. Anyway, so now we talking about we taught them how to eat, right? So now the slaves want to tell us what the fuck. I mean, the mother. I know what you're saying. Right? I know what you're saying. But the motherfucking, um, the masters, they want to tell us how to eat. Now, all of a sudden, because they like what we eat and they making up shit with raisins and the bullshit, we supposed to follow their history. They fucked up the history. Now we bringing the history back. They lose control. They climbing the goddamn White House. They doing all this shit. <laughs> I got some shit to say. I'm going to calm down and I'm going to let you talk. No, well, I, I'm going to say this. Listen, I hear how you came in hot, and I appreciate it, and I hear what you're saying. But you got to realize, right, when they talk about health, they're not talking to niggas. They're talking to each other. So mm -hmm. when they're trying to encourage each other to eat good and go on fast and go run and do this, they're not talking to you. They, they don't give a fuck if you don't do it. They hope you die. But what we need to do is realize that they are outliving us. Yeah. And then we got to say, why the fuck are they outliving us? And what's some of the things that you can do and your mama and your grandma and your sister and your brother can do so they don't get a leg cut off by 60, so they don't have fucking oxygen tanks, so they don't have, you know, talking like a goddamn, you know what I'm saying, like a, a computer and shit. We got to start right. making better choices. I believe, I believe you're right. I understand that. I agree with you. And on another page, I say, uh... <laughs> and you know what you're right because guess what i'm i'm only having this conversation for the few people that hear this and say you know what i should do a little bit different excuse me i should stop smoking i should i should make a couple different choices some people gonna say yeah i hear you bro but fuck all that and guess what that's fine i just want more people to have the information because a lot of people don't know how to be healthy they think getting some juice is healthy Juice ain't healthy. I had a motherfucker tell me they don't drink water. I had a motherfucker tell me they don't drink a grown motherfucker. See, I don't debate dumb shit. That's fuckery to me. Yeah. I don't talk about, oh, you. I'm, I'm going to say, so you want me to say, huh, oh, what? You don't drink water? Nigga, bye, nigga. You <laughs> <laughs> Those are niggas you gotta leave out of your life, like we you was talking what? about earlier. That's my new criteria for who I fuck with. If a Hell nigga yeah. don't drink water, nigga, I don't want to be nowhere near your Get ass. Get the fuck for round B. Call that nigga a nigglet. If you don't eat salad, nothing <laughs> green, rough bitch, he's a nigglet. You a goddamn <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you a dead man walking, nigga. <laughs> Why he gotta be uh? <laughs> why he gotta have no pigmentation? Maybe the nigga gray cause he ashy. Fuck him! Fuck him! Fuck him! Anyway, I'm from the four one two Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Shout out to Pittsburgh, Bala Donna. Thanks for calling, man. 
Man, love her, man. Okay, that that's, was great. that's a good call. Good call. As a matter of that fact, good great. call. Shout out to Talk Champs, man. So she said, y'all niggas look like uh D she said y'all look like condensation. Yeah, she went in, goddammit. <laughs> she had a specific nigga right. in mind. She you know that listen, that she was she saw that gray ass nigga standing there in the kitchen with one tooth missing <laughs> right here. He in good shape because the nigga be in jail a lot. But he got one tooth missing. He tall, bald head, look like uh Chad Ochocinco a little bit. And he smoked <laughs> he smelled like cigarettes and leather coat. And that nigga <laughs> And she had that nigga in it in her mind when she was going in, nigga. Making coffee at one in the morning, nigga. Making Take coffee and then no drinking the coffee that was made at one PM, nigga, at one in the morning. <laughs> Cold ass coffee drinking ass nigga. He lost his taste buds back in the eighties and shit when the uh when free basin was cool and shit. All right, look. <laughs> All right, look. Come on now, goddammit, let's focus. Yeah. All right, now look. All right, we talked a little bit about uh this is why I want to answer. Do black folks care about longevity as a whole? This is my point. Cause I'm I fall guilty of this. I like to drink. Um, I like to eat. I like to do certain things that may cause me health effects in the future. And I feel like the healthy balance is if I got to be miserable for 90 years or I can enjoy myself for 60, give mm. me 60, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also don't want to make it to 60 and be so decrepit and so unhealthy and so fucked up that I live to 80 where I got 20 years of 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 you know doctor appointments 20 years of getting wheeled around in a wheelchair or a coloscopy bag or some shit like that i don't want that either yeah so i try to have a healthy balance of good eating exercise and then i have a little fun here and there and i think that we need to start adopting that for real for real and not just to look good or be snatched like some of these women want to be or have abs and you know the push-up niggas you know or pull-up niggas we need to be healthy inside and out you feel me mentally right. healthy physically healthy that's another thing sometimes these chemicals of drugs alcohol weed cigarettes and food fuck with your brain and you wonder why we crazy we are we got chemical imbalances so i got a little list of things how to stay healthy as long as possible and you can add to them gms but this is what i came up with quick little list a clean diet and exercise. Clean don't mean perfect. Clean mean for the most part you eating real food, whole food, vegetables, all your you know food groups. Fast a little bit, you know. Don't always mm -hmm. think you need to eat all day every day. You know, cut that shit off at seven p.m. and start back at eleven more. You know, nine, ten, eleven the next day. Uh, good one. Drink a lot of water. Thank you, Marcus. I ain't even put that on the list. Water, nigga. You supposed to drink half. Y'all don't even know this. Half of your weight plus 32 ounces if you can. Half of your weight plus 32 ounces if you can. So that's the water tip. Go to the doctor and dentist, motherfucker. You should have annual visits, uh, six-month visits to the doctor or the dentist. Your oral health can cause you medical problems too, just mm -hmm. like anything else. And, and, and for y'all that don't trust the doctor, they're not fucking geniuses. All they know is what they what your body telling them and what you telling them. And if they don't do blood work, they don't even know what your body telling them. So if you're just going in there saying shit, make sure they take blood, 
That way they can monitor what you need more of, don't got enough of, and they can catch something before it get worse. And same thing with the dentist. Your, your, your oral hygiene got a lot to do with your health. Uh, stay away from dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> I think this is highly underestimated. Yeah. A dumb motherfucker is a liability in every single way, financially, uh, mentally, emotionally, and, and, and hazardous to your fucking health. Stay away right. from dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. Smoking and other bad habits. We know you playing with fire when you playing with these things. All right. Y'all ain't y'all grown. So you choosing to have lung disease. You choosing to get a tracheostomy or some shit. You choosing some of the things that y'all doing. And same thing with the food. Y'all yeah. choosing to have cholesterol and, and high blood pressure and shit like that, which is the leading cause of death was heart disease. And um, last but not least, stress. Some of us stressed out because we look like shit. So before we even start our day, that might we might about to have a fucked up day, but we get out the bed and we men, but we we looking at our titties in the mirror. <laughs> and we and when we, you know what I'm saying, we fucking our girl and uh, we wondering why, uh, you know, our fucking leg, you know what I'm saying? We don't even want to do it. We want to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> he said, why did, why this like, motherfucker ain't stiff like, right now? Why can't I, why I ain't got no support? <laughs> so I'm just saying like, if or are you sweating on this girl or some crazy shit? Like this is not healthy, my nigga. Yeah. So, um, so imagine if you start your day and that's the first problem you got to start with the, the fact that you out of shape. That's stressful. Now you got to go into this world and live life and deal with the other stresses of the world. Wouldn't it feel better to do it when your body in good shape and you feel good and you feel healthy? You can ch you can deal with the rest of the, the day a little better, I think. So stress, man. Um, have your bills paid, man. Stop, stop stressing yourself over Christmas presents or having the right car or clothes or impressing other motherfuckers when you ain't even took care of yourself yet. Stop stressing yourself financially. That's causing you all this stress, man. Right. Um, what else causes stress? Bad relationships, man. It's better to be alone than to be in some bullshit. I'm just saying, just keep your stress level down. I'm going to stop there. That kind of goes hand in hand with, like, you know, fixing the problems you got going on in your life, man. Because, you know, dying from a broken heart is real. Look, here gotta, we go. Shout out to uh, Victor Shaw. It's always a nigga somewhere. It's <laughs> always a nigga somewhere that ain't did no motherfucking research that is going off a of shit he heard motherfuckers say that is inaccurate that he probably heard on motherfucking hidden figures foe or hidden color, excuse me, hidden colors foe. Nigga. He said half your weight. He said, I'm a big nigga. I'm not finna drink Bro, 250 pounds. You're gonna <laughs> piss it out, my nigga. First of all, let's start there. Your body operates off of water, meaning the oil in a car, that's your water in your body. For all of your organs to work correctly, it needs a constant flow of water. Dehydration will kill you, nigga. Your, your skin, which is the biggest organ on your body, needs to be hydrated through the water that you intake, my guy. 
So let me just say this for, so we're not miseducating people. Yes, you can die for too much water. But guess what? That means you didn't have no nourishment with the water. If you have no vitamins in your body or no food in your body and you only drink water, that's who killing themselves. Niggas doing a 42 day, I mean 40 hour fast and motherfucking 72 hour fast and only drinking water. They dying because they have no nourishment and no nutrients and they pissed all their nutrients off. If you eat balanced diets and you drink a lot of water, your your body and organs will operate right. You will be detoxified. You will be clearing your body of all of the waste and bullshit. You will take better shits, pisses, and you'll fuck better. You'll skeet harder. you all that, nigga. Now, Victor, my guy, just look it up, bro. Look it up. And, and he said, look it up, AP, a gallon a day. Trust me when I tell you, brother. Trust me, I trained as a fighter. You can drink half of your body weight plus some if you want to be at a good, healthy range of water. Now, half of your uh, a gallon a day, that's because they know people won't even drink water. That's the cop out <laughs> number. That's the at least at least get a gallon. That's how that's how they selling you a gallon. Eight, eight glasses a day. At least get a glass. You know, trust me, bro. You want to be healthy. You ain't got to listen to me. Trust me. All right. All right. Shout out to my nigga Victor, though. Um, go ahead, GMS, because. <laughs> he got his information from Hidden Colors for you. <laughs> the truth about The H2O. truth about H2O. <laughs> Black men in ancient Egypt was the first ones to find and drink water. <laughs> because the pyramids actually used to be a water reservoir. And it goes like shut <laughs> shut up. deep down. And... <laughs> nah, shut man, the I, fuck up. I, I think I just think it's important, man, to figure out your your, your mental shit too, because you can you can stress yourself out to death, mm -hmm. man. Just like just like the foods, just like being around dumb motherfuckers, just like being shot, motherfucker. You can stress yourself to death. Try to figure out what's going on in your life, man. You can be a hundred percent. Uh, a healthy motherfucker, but if you got stress, if you depressed, your health will decline. That's a goddamn fact. Keep your mind right. Protect your mind, body, and soul. Yep. Your mind, body, and soul. Um, we're gonna end the show, man. I think we did enough justice. Let me let me say one more thing for my niggas out here that's still out here in the streets. Not only could we die young, we could catch a case at an old age, mm -hmm. which is like a death to me. To catch a long jail bid and you 40, that's a life sentence, nigga. A 10 year sentence could be a life sentence when you 40. So if you're older, nigga, still gotta get it how you live, try to figure out another way if you can, bro. Longevity, bro. The secret is to win, to be old, to have grandkids that you can get game to. Not to be in the in the feds, not to be locked up, not to be, you know, stressed out and going through bullshit. Try to get a little enjoyment in your life before, unfortunately, you end up like Gangsta Boo or Sin for the P or hell, Lee, uh, what's the bitch, uh, the Presley girl? Lee, uh, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie, forty. What was she? Fifty some years old. These is young ages, man. So I know, didn't know she died. Be... That was why she was trending. Shit. Well, I don't know. She looked sick. She looked a little high on the picture they oh. were spreading around. So, 
I'm gonna leave that alone. I don't alone. know what happened with her. <laughs> uh, GMS closes us out, man. We're gonna get get the fuck on because I gotta go over there to AP for life in about five well, minutes. Three G's family, man. Once again, thank y'all for pulling up, man. It was a hell of a show, like always. Even if we miss a week, we come back like we never left. I want y'all to do us a favor. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. Subscribe if you haven't done that yet. Make sure you leave something in the chat for us. And in the comment section, man, let me see y'all in the comment section when the live is done. Help us with those algorithms. Go ahead and support Pack G, free Pack G. Support AP, support myself, subscribe to the GMS show. We'll see y'all next week. All right, hold on, bro. We ain't doing motherfucking um the poll. Who won the poll? Oh, oh shit. The poll. Oh shit. Uh I thought it was banana pudding, but sweet potato pie won. Sweet potato. That makes sense. It was neck that and neck. Sense. Sweet potato pie and, and banana pudding was neck and neck the whole time. So because if you sweet think about pie it, came out there. If we all had to say one, like we was on a family feud and it was one more, one more fucking number left and sweet potato pie wasn't said yet, nigga, we all going to say it. Guys. <laughs> all real. right. So we out, man. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for everybody who donated and looked out. Please get into the comments after the show and yep. leave a comment on how you felt the show went. And if you had any opinions or things that we didn't cover, go and put it in the comments, man. We up out of here. Peace.